and welcome to Emma's ESL English. Today we're doing something a little bit different, similar to episode 118 and 119, where we looked at an article, a specific article, and also episode 83, I told you about how to use Angu articles. So this time I'm actually going to work through an article with you. I'm going to do two articles, one today, one tomorrow. And we're actually using some of the places that we talked about in those previous episodes where you could get sources from if you wanted to. I've picked two. One is from Home Beautiful, which is, I think, the same one that we got the Marie Kondo article from. And the other one is from Reuters, which if you remember, I said is one of the more trusted news sources. So that's why I wanted to use that one. So today's article from Home Beautiful should be an easier article. It's a much more relaxed magazine. So the language is a lot more chatty and relaxed. Obviously, it depends on what you want to study as to where you would get your source material from. Today, I've really gone just mainly for the purpose of showing you how to work through the article rather than the content specifically of the article. So today's articles, both articles come out to two pages. It's still a little bit long. Maybe I would anticipate you could easily make this kind of article last for well over an hour of English content to work with for yourself. So what I'll do is read through the article and sort of show you, if I were you, what I would do. Of course, I would be doing it for my Chinese, which is nowhere near the level of your English if you're watching this. But, you know, you get my point. <laughs> I will leave a link to the article in the description. And also, if you head to the blog post, the vocabulary would be on there. So first of all, what I would do is scan through the article and look for any new vocabulary that you don't know. If you're at a lower level and you find an article that you want to read and the language is way too high, then I would consider Googling that topic and looking for similar articles, but perhaps with an easier outlet. This article is called, like I said, I did not pick this because of its topic. Why we should all be shopping secondhand, five tips to get you started. It's the best kept secret of those in the know and it's great for the planet. We'll come back to that line in just a second. So first of all, you are getting out your handy highlighter and you are going through, as I said, we're just scanning through the document. Is there any new vocabulary here? At the end of this, we also have some quotes from some different famous British people. <laughs> First glance through the article, just looking for difficult words. Reclamation, reprogramming, that's just long. Not many at all. So first job would be to go and search for those words. Go and check those, see if you can find them in your dictionary, do a Google search if that doesn't help. If you're still stuck, what I would suggest is taking the whole sentence and take it to your English teacher. Second time, again, we're gonna scan through the document to look for phrases, phrasal verbs, idioms, just weird sentences that don't make any sense. You might wanna flip this and do this the other way around. You might decide it's actually easier for you to read the article first and then go back and read it again and highlight these things. So it's really up to you which way, right? It doesn't matter. 
It's your stuff doing it in your time. I don't care. I'm not watching you. <laughs> I'm not at home watching you. You can do this my way. You can do it a totally different way. You can do it in your own time. You can do it backwards, forwards, however you like. These are just tips to give you an idea of how you can make the most of this kind of article. Okay, moving on. So we said right at the beginning, the name of it, the best kept secret of those in the know. There's two parts of that. They're a little bit challenging. A set idea. I'm very in tune with it. You have to approach it with your gut. Somebody here's got a reading corner. Do you guys know what a reading corner is? That's when you know you're reading about celebrities. <laughs> Mint condition. Ooh, good one. It was a total bargain. It's a gift that keeps on giving. Nice idiom. We have all of our vocabulary words in pink and then underlined sort of difficult or unusual sentences or phrases. So the next thing then, I would read this out loud. You wanna be looking for words that you're not sure how to pronounce. Again, you might want a, a new different color highlighter for words that you don't know how to pronounce or just practicing speaking English. Of course, you can read this in your head if you want to, but to me, it seems like an ideal opportunity to practice your pronunciation skills. Why we should all be shopping secondhand, five tips get you started. It's the best kept secret of those in the know and it's great for the planet. Step inside any well-decorated house and you will almost certainly be encountering at least one piece of secondhand furniture, whether it's online marketplaces, charity shops, or reclamation yards. Anyone who's anyone knows that shopping for used furniture is best is the best way to find characterful pieces at great prices. And as if that wasn't enough, it's also great for the planet. Government statistics estimate that the amount of brand new homeware bought in the UK this year could result in 43.9 billion kilograms of carbon emissions, equivalent to over 5 million flights from London to Barcelona. Ooh. But according to online marketplace Gumtree, if we swapped our homeware purchases from new to secondhand for the next three months, we would save approximately 10.9 billion kilograms of carbon. For TV presenter Maquita Oliver, who is backing Gumtree's Consumption Rebellion campaign to shop secondhand only for three months, the step from fashion to furniture was an obvious one. Both my Scottish and Antiguan grandmas and all my family have always worn secondhand clothes, but we just call them clothes, Maquita tells us. That's how I love to get dressed and shop, so the idea that I could do it with my house too was just the most fun. Shopping on sites like Gumtree mirrors the way I dress. I like things with personality and story. It's a much more enriching way to live. When I shop for used clothes or furniture, I love the feeling that I'm doing something that's good for me and good for the greater world around me. We picked Maquita's brains for her top tips on buying used furniture and starting your secondhand shopping journey. Maquita's top tips for buying secondhand furniture. Number one, don't be too specific. I like to go big on the search at first and be as broad as possible. Then as you go along, the search will guide you into what you might not have known you were looking for. That sounds like you're buying a lot of things that you don't need. 
Number two, hone your eye. Shopping secondhand involves reprogramming your brain a bit. In a charity shop, you can't have a set idea of what you want. You need to look out for prints and colors. I just see details and I'm very in tune with it because I've been shopping like that my whole life. Follow your instincts. You have to approach it with your gut and see what you're being drawn to. Listen to yourself and buy what you love, not what you're being told you love. Once you realize you can pick out whatever you want and be drawn to whatever's talking to you, then the fun starts. Take your time. It takes a while to start building your room up and getting to know what would look great together. I like to see it as building a life. Be patient and don't rush yourself. Be brave and go for it. Don't be afraid of shopping secondhand. Just try it for a few months. Try to only buy things that are secondhand and see if it doesn't fill your life up. You don't know unless you try. Celebs tell House Beautiful their best used furniture bargains. AJ Odudu, a side table that has lived everywhere in my house. It's now in the bathroom with a candle plant and bath salts on it. It cost me £10 from a car boot sale in Plimco, London. I've had it about 10 years. It's been everywhere. Do you guys know what a car boot sale is? I'm guessing probably not. I'm going to highlight car boot sale. Fern Cotton. I've got this gorgeous pre-loved wicker mini table from eBay that I'm obsessed with. It's so cute. I've also got a blue jewel-toned armchair, also from eBay, in my reading corner. Kirsty also a big orange Le Creuset cast iron dish for £40 from a shop in Honiton, Devon, called Fountain Antiques. It was an old one, but it was in mint condition. The next week, I was in John Lewis with my sister, and I spotted the exact same one for over £300. Kimberly Walsh, probably a fireplace that I got from a reclamation yard. I was trying to find something Edwardian to tie in with the house because the original fireplace had been taken out. It cost around £100 and took quite a lot of love and attention to get it back to its former glory. But it now looks amazing and would have been a fortune to buy new. Maquita Oliver, my coffee table which I got from Guntree for £150, it was a total bargain. I thought I'd have to spend £600 to get a really nice one. It has a glass top so you can see all your magazines and books. It's a real gift that keeps on giving. George Clark, I went on a very well-known website, he's not saying the name, and this early Eames chair popped up. I've always wanted one. To this day, I think the person selling it thought it was a copy because it was in a big bundle with other furniture. But when I bought it, I realized it was an original. I think I paid around 75 pounds for it, but they're worth thousands. Got himself a good find there. I will go through the vocabulary on the blog. Then what I would do is do comprehension questions. Do you understand this? <laughs> do you understand what it means? Once you feel that you really, really understand the article, then I would go to what kind of conversation topics could you have about this? Are there things that you could discuss? Could you talk about something secondhand that you have in your house, some shopping that you do online? What is your favorite secondhand item that you own and why? And then write down all of those kind of questions and then write down your answers to them. If you have conversation partners, you might wanna do all of this with your conversation partner. 
you might want to go away, read the article separately and come back together and discuss it together. That would be a great way to practice your English and focus on a particular kind of writing or a particular topic. But if you don't have a conversation partner, then you could do the same thing. But instead of speaking out your answers, you're writing them down. The benefit of this is by having to write it down, you're still retrieving your English from the same place as you do when you're speaking, but you're going much slower and you have much more time to do it. You have the time to write nice sentences, to think about, ooh, what's the grammar that I used for that? How can I describe this? Is there another word I can use for that? Of course, when you're finished, you can practice saying those answers out loud, more English practice, but the action of writing down your answers and thinking about how you would answer those questions is still really, really helpful for your English. Then head over to the blog, www.emmaseslenglish.com and you can find it all written down there. I will see you all tomorrow. Bye.